You're listening to Deployment Pillars. Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that this episode of Deployment Pillars is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies, with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. This is the Deployment Pillars podcast, where we share the best deployment advice for military spouses from people who have been there, done that, and got the homecoming kiss. I'm Joanna, the voice behind Joe My Gosh and co-founder of Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns. And I'm Becky, founder of Brave Crate and the second half of the Pillar team. We believe that while deployment is tough, it can also be a time of growth. That's why we created Pillar, the totally free digital retreat for deployment countdowns. It's three days of online community, inspiring speakers, and nonstop giveaways designed to set you up for deployment countdown success. Today's episode will give you a little taste of what to expect if you join us for the retreat. Understanding and communicating your own experience during a deployment countdown can be transformative on so many levels. It helps us to truly process this season of separation. It helps us to find our true takeaways. And it helps us to invite friends and family into the conversation. Sarah Peachy is a journalist and writer of more than 10 years and the content editor and contributor for Army Wife Network. In today's episode, Sarah helps us learn to process and share our deployment stories. Hi there. My name is Sarah Peachy, and I am here today to talk to you as part of the Pillar Digital Retreat to talk to you about telling your deployment story. I am a military spouse of almost 12 years. I've been an aspiring novelist for the last two. I am a content editor for the last three and a journalist for 10 years and a writer for life. Writing has pretty much always been a big part of my life. I don't really have any memories of not doing it. And that's why I've carried that over into my professional life. I have spent the last two years as an aspiring novelist writing a book about deployment. And as a content editor for Army Wife Network, I have been editing people, other people's deployment stories as well as their military life stories. I wrote for a installation newspaper. I started with that about 10 years ago. And ever since then, I've been freelancing and writing for military spouse support sites or even military publications themselves. When I was asked to come on to talk to you about deployment, to telling your deployment story, I was a little unsure of how I would say it because I don't want to come in telling you how to do it because I don't want you to feel limited in your options. But I wanted to sort of give you a little bit of direction so that if this is something that sounds good to you, to give you a little bit more of a focus of how to unfold it, but not necessarily how to write your personal story because it's your story. And speaking of which, what is your story? 
That's a hard question, I think, for a lot of people. And it comes up in interviews about telling someone about yourself. We don't always do well talking about ourselves. And we don't always see ourselves as incredible as we really are. Some of the things we do are really awesome. And we don't always see that. I had a professor in college, a journalism professor, who one of his classes was on advanced reporting. And he would hand out a phone book. You would flip to a random page, point to a number, and call the person. And in the course of your conversation, the goal was to find the story, whatever that might be. In many cases, your story is what makes you unique. It's something that sets you apart from other people. Everyone has a piece of their story. Everyone has something that makes them unique. But it isn't always easy to identify. For military spouses, I think it's a little bit different for us. We have an easy way to identify our uniqueness, what makes us different from a lot of people. Military life makes us very different from a lot of people. The experiences that come with that are incredibly unique from the overall American experience. We have to move every two to three years, sometimes even less. We relocate often. We have children who are born in either different states or different countries. We send our service member off for trainings and deployments and other separations fairly often. And I don't think that other civilian groups are doing that or they're not doing that simultaneously. That's something that makes us incredibly unique. And deployment is a huge part of that, especially when you have such a small amount of the population serving in the military or even a small population of the military that's still deploying. It hasn't been as common in the last few years. And even if it was, deployments are different among branches. Deployments are different among, even within the branches, just among everyday people and different among spouses because of different things that we're going through or what our family makeup might be. But how you tell that deployment story is really up to you. There are a few options that I like to give from high publicity all the way down to just something that you keep for yourself. Your high publicity option is writing a book. It could be a novel. It could be a memoir. It could be a narrative nonfiction. But either way, it becomes almost a full-length account of deployment and what that is for you, what that experience is for you. You also have a mid-level, which I would consider writing a news article for a, local for a local paper or a military publication or a blog article. These are kind of like a mid-level exposure. And then you have your personal. This is something that no one else might ever see. It's more for you. And that would be in something like a journal or a blog that you have password protected that maybe is only for family members or close friends. But my, uh, my idea is that you owe everyone should keep a journal. Everyone should keep a journal through deployment because for me, deployment is a moment for personal growth. It was personal growth for me. I was extremely young when my husband first deployed and who I was when he left was not the same person when he came home. Just like when he left, he was different than when he came home. We all change in a year and I think deployment sort of forces that for both parties. But one thing I would challenge you to do if you have a deployment upcoming or maybe you don't, but one will come eventually and you can keep this kind of tucked away for the future. But I would urge you to keep a journal for yourself, but to also have your service member keep one as well. When the deployment is over, you will end up with this beautiful collection of stories and experiences that you're able to piece together to see what you were going through both together and separately. 
For example, you can go through, you have your growth throughout the year. You have maybe what it was like during R&R, if, you know, I know they don't do that as much anymore, but at one time they did, and that was my experience. And it could be things that happen with, within your family or to your service member while they're over there and kind of seeing where things overlap, both your experience versus theirs. As I said, for my husband and me, it was very much how we changed and grew. We have this progression from when he first left all the way through until he came home. We have that overlap of our feelings of R&R and what it was like to be together after for the first time in a while and then to say goodbye so soon after and to know that we still had the bulk of the, the deployment left to go. But when we piece those things together, it helped to see with the R&R how we both kind of felt the same. We both were glad that we had it, but also at the same time think we could have done without it so that we would have had an easier progression through the course of the deployment. But there were some big events that happened too while my husband was deployed that helped us to see the difference in our experiences or how much they were the same. For example, we both, he was deployed during when Osama bin Laden was killed. And he was actually in the middle of a firefight and it came on over the radio that this had happened. So for him and the soldiers he was there serving with, this is a huge victory. Right, this is, this is a big moment and it's one of those things I'll remember where I was when. For me, I was sitting on the couch about ready to go to bed to go to work in the morning and the breaking news popped up. And so I stayed up to watch President Obama's speech. And for me, it was a moment sort of, I'm proud of my country, but at the same time, I'm nervous because usually with these big moments, the violence would escalate overseas. So I was very nervous because I still had six months of the deployment left to go. And I was just nervous of what would happen and what the result would be, how things would go both for my husband and all of the people he was serving with. There was also a challenging time that I found for both of us when I pieced our journals together. That was with one month left of the deployment. There wasn't a whole lot. We were getting down to the wire and we experienced probably what I would consider the hardest point in our time overseas, of, of our time apart. It was, he was in the middle, he ha had had some trouble in, in the, toward the end with the people that he was serving with and some of the leadership. And it was just a hard, it was just a hard moment on his platoon. During that time, they also had a firefight that resulted in my husband realizing just how different things could have gone. There were a couple of people that were hurt. They survived, they recovered eventually. But it was a moment that just stuck out to my husband. It's one of those moments I get think that leaves you shaken. So for him, he was just seeing how differently things could have gone. Whereas for me, I was at work when I found out that a coworker's son was killed in a car accident. And then two days later, a friend of mine, her husband, who was also deployed in Afghanistan at the same time as mine, he lost both of his legs to an IED blast. So she, she called me to tell me what had happened. So for me, you know, my husband was also in Afghanistan working around IEDs. So for me, this is just a moment that's shocking where again, the fear kicks in. We still have a month left to go. But when we pieced our journals together and we saw this overlap, 
The silver lining in this for both of us was where our thoughts went. While we were, we felt the nervous and the anxiety, the fear, there was also that moment where we both thought of each other, where we were both thinking about all that we still had to go, but how great things would be once we were back together. That was a heartwarming moment and something that you wouldn't necessarily see if you didn't keep a journal. I know a lot of people who like to keep letters. They save them into binders. I did the same thing. But when you're writing a letter, you almost edit yourself. Whereas when you're writing a journal, you're much more comfortable with letting your thoughts flow. Those flowing thoughts often lead to very emotional responses to whatever you're going through, whether it's something that's frustrating, difficult to go through, sad, or empowering and happy and amazing where you're proud of yourself. When you're writing that in a journal and you're writing it in the moment, you get something special. You get something that you can't always recreate months or years down the road, not with it being the same, not with it being as incredibly authentic. Emotions create authenticity and authenticity is so important to military life stories, especially when it comes to deployment. And I think that that's what, if you're ever writing down your thoughts, the authenticity is most important. Write about it and be real about it. There's no reason to sugarcoat your experience. I know that sometimes when we talk about deployment, especially when we're talking either with military spouse friends or civilian friends, maybe family members, sometimes we really downplay our experience and we don't let it shine. We let all of the focus go to the service member because we know that it's hard for them. But I think it's important to remember that it's hard here too. Your experience is unique and it's something that not a lot of people can identify with. And so it's okay to let your experience reign supreme. It's okay to let your thoughts and your story come out on top, especially in a journal, because that is about you. That is your story. And while your service member will come into it a little bit, because let's be real, when you married, you kind of wove your stories together. You wove your lives together. So your service member will come up. Deployment will come up. That's okay. But let the story still be about you. Let the focus be on you and your experience and the things that you're doing and the struggles you're having and the big wins that come in because you really should be proud when you do hard things. And it's okay to say that you did something amazing while they were gone. So what is your story? If you haven't gone through a deployment yet, then you might be a little unsure of what that would be. And as I mentioned earlier, for me, separations and deployments and all of those times apart from your service member are really great times for personal growth. And right now with Pillar, I don't know where I am in the lineup, how many people are before me or after me, but you will be receiving so many tips and tricks and ideas of things you can do throughout deployment. You're getting health and wellness and fitness and eating right and bucket lists and countdown ideas and working with your children and all of these things that you can weave into your story during the deployment. And I would urge you to do that. You know, maybe when, you're, when your service member deploys, you are going to train for a marathon, which is awesome. So maybe your deployment story is writing about how training for a marathon is like deployment, the deployment process for a spouse. Maybe you're going to talk about how your pacing through the marathon relates to your pacing through getting through deployment month to month and week to week and day by day and all of those things you do so that you can make it through. Maybe you want to write it, maybe you want to be a good cook. You know, you want to improve your cooking or your baking 
And so you decide that's what you're going to do during the course of deployment. That's your challenge to yourself. Write about how the, tr- the failures in the kitchen relate to the, f- to the trials of deployment. I think those will be really fun ideas. And either way, adapt it to whatever you want your story to be and let it shine. Let it run wild and don't, don't limit yourself. Don't limit your ideas. Write everything down. And then when the deployment is done, you pull bits and pieces to create something even bigger and something extra awesome, if you want. If not, you still have a beautiful collection of your experiences. Ultimately, I will stress that you do a journal no matter what, because your story matters. It matters for you on a personal scale, because this is something that when we wait 10 years down the road and we try to recall our experiences, we never recall them accurately. When I was getting prepared for this and going back through my journal and my husband's journal, there were so many things that I didn't remember. I forgot about that horrible week in that last month that we had. I forgot, I forgot, I knew those things happened, but I forgot what my husband went through and I forgot how they overlapped and that feeling of our thoughts going back to each other at the exact same moments. So recording along the way makes it easy to go back and plant your feet back into those memories and recreate and feel again all that you felt in that particular moment. Your story also matters if you take it publicly because the whole point of a story is to help people feel seen, heard, and understood. So this is a way of connecting. This is a way of telling people what you're going through is normal. It's okay. It's okay to feel a little crazy sometimes. It's okay to want to do something for yourself and not just be sad all the time. It's okay. And you should. You should strive to be more. You should strive to do something else than just wait. And as military spouses, I think we know that for the most part, we're not just sitting around waiting and being sad. We're doing something. We're doing amazing things. And now we just need to record it so that we can read it later and show the world what we're doing. So I'll ask you again, what's your story? I would love to hear your story or to help you along your way in telling your story. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at keep it peachy. You can also, if you do choose to take a deployment story publicly and you want a place to do that, a format to do that in, or have a little bit more assistance, you can email me at sarah at armywifenetwork.com and I can work with you to get your story told and up on our website in order to share. Thank you for giving me the time to talk to you about your telling your deployment story, and I look forward to reading one in the future. Thanks for joining us. We hope this episode inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. If you're not part of the Pillar community, we can't wait for you to join us. Grab your completely free ticket for the next Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns at PillarDeploymentRetreat.com. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next time.